you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everybody, it's Daniel Jeremiah from Move the Sticks with Bucky Brooks, and this is Derwin James 360. He's hit, fumble ball, loose ball, Knowles come up with it. Derwin James blitzing and clobbered Lamar Jackson. Florida State's Derwin James lights up Samuels, it's fourth down. Intercepted by Derwin James at the 40, near sideline, continues to return, tiptoe, tightrope, he's got a slow touchdown, touchdown FSU. He's hit at the two-yard line. My goodness, coming up to make the hit, Derwin James. All right, Buck, this is the 360 series. My favorite thing we do here on the podcast. For those that are catching it for the first time, why don't you explain it? This is an entire podcast about Derwin James breaking down his game and potential. We're going to give a 360 view of who Derwin James is, featuring interviews with his high school coach, college coach Jimbo Fisher, college defensive coordinator Charles Kelly, and the man himself, Derwin James. All right, Buck, before we get to some really cool interviews on Derwin James, why don't we, uh, why don't we give our opinion on him, break him down a little bit, what you see. I'll give you the floor here on Derwin's game. Derwin James is everything that you look for in the leader of a defense. Uh, not only is he an outstanding playmaker, not only is he productive, but he's a charismatic, high IQ football player that understands how to play the game. When I look at him, it's not just the athleticism and the physical traits that he brings to the position. It's the other stuff. He kind of has the ingredients to change the culture and the locker room. Kind of reminds me of when I looked at the Seattle Seahawks in their heyday when the Legion of Boom was kind of making their way. The same impact that Cam Chancellor had on that team, I believe Derwin James can have on another team. Just because he's big, he's physical, he's a leader. And he just kind of brings it every time he steps onto the field. Yeah, to me, look, the the first two times I was around him, I got a chance to uh, to go see him up at the opening, which you do with with the Nike group when they take all those uh, high school kids, top high school kids in the country. Watch him around those kids. I want to get your opinion on that time as well in just a second. That was the first time I saw him. Then I went to Florida State practice uh, this summer. Got a chance to be around him there. And if you're going to ask me for a comp for Derwin James, it's the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> I mean, he has got so much energy. He's passionate. He loves football. Uh, I think that's a key ingredient for a leader on that side of the ball, especially on defense. Uh, I, I think in terms of how you use him, 
I think that's up to debate when you talk to folks around the league. I, I know he can play as the high safety. I don't like him there. I want him closer to the line of scrimmage. I think Coach even mm-hmm. will talk about that a little bit later on in the episode. You get a chance to hear uh, the opinion of, of Charles Kelly in terms of how he would be used. I think you'll be fascinated by that. Um, I, I just think it, box safety, you mentioned Cam Chancellor. He yep. functioned in that role. I even think if you want to make him a space linebacker, a will linebacker, if you play with two high safeties and you want a whole player underneath there, I think he can do that. I mean, he allows you to do so many different things. The big knock on him, Buck, the the lack of ball production is probably the biggest knock on him. But I've seen examples of him being able to locate and play the ball. Yeah, I think he can locate and play the ball. But I just believe he's a guy that is a see-ball, get-ball playmaker. I think you put him within the box and you allow him to hunt running backs. You allow him to blitz occasionally off the edge. You just allow him to find the football, and you kind of do it without restraint. He is the kind of player that he's going to make a number of plays just because his instincts are so superior that you just don't want to hold him back. Derwin James should be a star at the next level because he has all the things that you look for in tangibles and physical tools to be an exceptional player. Tell me a little bit more about the kid. I know you've been around him a good bit at these at these camps. You know, having been around Derwin since he was 17, 18, I can tell you that he is one of the best football players and young people that I've been around. Loves the game, passionate about the game, spends a lot of time working on the game, and he has the ability to communicate what he sees and what is about to happen to his teammates. And so as you're looking at safeties, guys who are quote-unquote traffic cops, Derwin James checks off all the boxes. If I could compare him to somebody just from a leadership standpoint, he's very, very similar to the way that Jamal Adams goes about his business, and we saw the impact that Jamal Adams made on the New York Jets as a rookie. Derwin James should be able to make a similar impact for any team that he goes to. Yeah, I struggle to find a comparison just because of how big and fast and explosive he is. I guess Keanu Neal, I think he's a better nice. version of Keanu Neal. Yep. Uh, that one comes to mind, makes a little more sense to me. But, I mean, look, he's 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 a faster Cam Chancellor. He's a more explosive Keanu Neal. This is good company to be keeping. I, I'll be surprised. People say, what's his upside? Bucky, I... How is this guy not a pro bowler at the next level? I think he has to be a pro bowler. Like based on what he has, barring injury, he should be a pro bowl player. I think he's a difference maker. To me, he changes the culture of your locker room when he steps in. He has a winning pedigree, and I think he is going to mend a lot of his teammates, and that's ultimately going to raise the level of play on that side of the ball. All right, you ready to take this thing back old school? Man, let's do it. All right, let's take this thing back old school. And by old school, I mean I want to go all the way back to Haynes City High School in Florida, and we're going to get a chance to visit with the head coach at the time Derwin James was there, a man by the name of Jake Chapman. All right, Buck, excited to be joined by Jake Chapman, former head coach of Haines City High School, where he had a chance to coach two outstanding football players, one of which we're going to focus on uh, right now, and that's Florida State's Derwin James. Coach, thank you so much for taking some time for us today. Thank you. Uh, no tell, problem, anytime. Tell me this story. So you ended up coming in there before uh, Derwin's senior year. He's already committed to, to Florida State at this point in time. Uh, was there any thought when you walked in there, man, I hope he I hope he doesn't bail. I hope he stays with me here for his senior year. That was amazing. You know, um, you know, I came in, you know, from Miami and, and I came up to, to Polk County and I heard, you know, about the school and, and I heard about him and I was excited to come to the school and I was really worried. Um, but, you know, he stayed, you know, as soon as we started to speak to each other, I knew what type of caliber kid um, that I had. You know, um, he's a great kid, outstanding kid, and I was excited that he stayed there and to help out and and try to exceed to the best high ability, and he was a great kid, great young man. Coach, uh, obviously there are a lot of things people rave about 
Derwin James in terms of his leadership ability. What kind of leader was he for you with the young guys? He was he was a great leader. You know, he was a kid that never made anybody feel that they was under him. He made everybody in that locker room feel like they was five-star athletes. He has one of the best leadership skills I've ever seen. You know, he never made anybody feel like they wasn't a good athlete. He made everybody feel that they could play at the top of their level. And it showed, you know, and uh, when he went to Florida State, it showed there. He was he is so important to any football team that he becomes a part of. And I said it time and time again, he is a diamond. He is a gem that whenever or whoever picks him, they are going to see a leader in the locker room, a person that studies film, a person that has great character, and a person that is going to be there where you need him to be. Coach, is there a story about him you can share with us maybe that uh, illustrates that leadership or the work ethic in terms of him uh, maybe coming and getting some extra work in or or, uh, uh, just any other story that comes to mind that we can get a better understanding just how special Derwin is? Well, I was, um, you know, looking for a, a, a quarterback at the time, and my starting quarterback was hurt. And, you know, I was trying to find some type of way to get a, you know, make things work a little bit easier with whatever kid I could find. And Darren said, Coach, I'll be that guy for you. And he took the leadership role, and he did it. You know, he made the offense go. Um, I had him at tight end. He just said, Coach, wherever you need me to be, I'm going to be there for you. You know, at times I had him at quarterback. I had him at wide receiver. I had him at tight end. I had him at defensive end. And he just said, Coach, let me do whatever you want me to do for you, and I'm going to do it. And he did it. And uh, we went to the uh, Kansas City tiebreaker down here in Florida. And even though we we lost 2-0, to zero, but he said, Coach, just if you need me, I'm here. And I turned around, and I said, Darren, I need you. He said, Coach, I got you. And he went out there, and he played to the best, you know, to his ability. You know, even though that some people had double-covered him, but he still was that type of guy that was is willing to work and put in the work, and he would do anything for a team. You know, Coach, um, you're talking like the way you're describing Derwin. He's a very, very mature kid. Uh, where do you think that comes from? How can he be so well-rounded and grounded in terms of being a star athlete but also so easy to relate to his teammates? His mom and his dad did an excellent job. You know, I have always looked at, you know, his mom and his dad as being a positive role model in his life. And they made sure that they raised him to be humble. That's the key thing that Derwin is. Derwin is a humble young man. And they did an excellent job with that young man. You know, I never have had to worry about where is he. He was always where he needed to be. You know, he was a good person around the school, a great uh, a student of the game. You know, he was always doing good in classroom. You never had to worry about this kid. And the parents did an excellent job, an excellent job. Coach, did he play any other sports there for you in, in high I school think, there? I think from what I was told, he played basketball. And they say, you know, he could jump out the roof. And, you know, I watched some film on him. I think he was at Arbondale or I think Haines City where he played basketball too as well over there with us. And he, he's an athlete. You know, he was good at basketball, but football was, was his thing. And he stayed focused on that football. And now 
I'm seeing where he's getting ready to go. And I'm just proud of this young man, proud of what he has done, you know, and proud of him being focused. And it was an honor just to be in his presence. Yeah, you know, coach. You... A lot of coaches, you know, feel that, you know, it's all about me. No, it was an honor for me to be able to coach him and to let me be a part of his growth. And I'm just so excited for this young man right now. Coach, down in South Florida at Plantation High School, you had a guy, you had a guy named Ryan Shazier that you had an opportunity to coach. I would like you to compare Derwin James to Shazier in terms of his athleticism, their leadership ability, or any other traits that you see uh, that they could be similar in. You know, it's kind of hard to compare, you know, to Ryan Shazier and Derwin. You know, each one of those guys are separate individuals, separate type of athletes. Ryan Shazier was a very quiet kid. You know, he led by example. You know, if he did speak up, you knew about it. You know, Ryan, like his freshman year, he had 21 sacks. You know, and Ryan ran, I think he ran a 4-3-4. You know, and, and, and Durham ran a 4-4. So I'm looking at how they are. It's almost, you know, the same when it comes to their athleticism, but they're different type of young men and different type of athletes. And they can – Ryan right now is one of, the, one of the best linebackers that's in the NFL right now. And I do believe Derwin will be that same caliber of kid. Coach, I, I can't thank you enough for your time today. We've loved getting a chance to visit with you and, and learn a little bit more about Derwin James. He's got, he's got two big fans here uh, talking to you and uh, only, only stronger fans after having talked with you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, and, you know, I, I appreciate you guys calling me and, 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 and having this talk about this young man, and thank you all. All right, have, have a great day, Coach. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. How about that one, Buck? You get a chance to coach Derwin James, who – what a freaky athlete Derwin is. He also coached Ryan Shazier. I mean, what high school coaches can say they've coached two more athletic guys than that? I don't know many that have the opportunity to have those kind of guys under their tutelage. The big thing that I took away from, you know, Coach Chapman talking about Derwin James – just how he was all in, how he was willing to buy in his ego. He was able to check at the door and do anything for the sake of the team. I think when NFL evaluators hear that, hear those stories, I think they're going to feel good about who they're bringing into the locker room because he is a natural leader. Look, uh, folks around the league and personnel departments, even some owners have listened to this 360 series over the years because they get this type of insight going all the way back to high school. Uh, Great stuff there from Coach Chapman. All right, let's transition, though, from the high school years for Derwin James to Florida State. And the best way to do that, let's talk to Charles Kelly, who was a defensive coordinator for Derwin there at Florida State. All right, pleased to be joined by Charles Kelly, who is the new special teams and safeties coach at the University of Tennessee. Uh, came from Florida State, though, where he was a defensive coordinator with one of our favorite players in the draft, and Derwin James. Coach, uh, what was your first impression of Derwin when you got a chance to see him or be around him? Well, the first time he came to camp at Florida State uh, as a young player, uh, I want to say he was a freshman in high school, it was very obvious how athletic he was, but he was ultra-competitive, um, and you could tell he was very smart and just a great young man. And, you know, we started developing a relationship, you know, from that camp throughout his career. You know, Coach, one of the biggest traits that we always hear associated with Derwin has been his leadership ability. What kind of leader was he for you down at Florida State? Well, I'll tell you what, even uh, some of the, you know, you judge leaders by how they handle adversity. 
And uh, he had some good things happen to him, you know, as a true freshman. Played really good for us. And then he comes back uh, in his sophomore year. He gets hurt the second game of the year. And just the way he handled himself and what he was to his teammates, you know, when he really didn't have anything to gain personally, uh, just watching how he reacted to that just told me a lot about him as a person. And then uh, he's very influential. You know, leadership's about influence, and he always influenced his teammates in a positive way. Coach, is there a story that stands out to you just in terms of his his energy and uh, his leadership, maybe one specific story during your time there that, that jumps out to you? You know, that I can think of a few times, but, uh, you know, when he was hurt, I can remember he would be on the sideline with us and he would just, you know, it was just fire. And you could tell how bad he wanted to be out on that field. But I can remember there was – one particular game was the Florida game uh, that year, and we had done some things on third down. We changed up some things, and of course, Derwin had been in the meetings. He knew what we were doing. He was right there on the sideline, and every time you know we'd make a call on third down, he would look at me, get the signal, and I mean, just when we would make a play, I mean, he was so excited and just supporting his teammates when he came off. Now, uh, another time. Uh, he was actually, you know, playing in the game his freshman year at Florida. We had him in on on third down, doing some different stuff with him. And every time he would make a play, he would come on and just say, Coach, call anything you want to. We're going to get there. That's just what kind of guy he is. Coach, you obviously had some other competitive guys, like a guy like Jalen Ramsey. Is there a way to com- compare and contrast their leadership styles and their competitiveness? Because Jalen obviously has been outstanding as a pro. I think Derwin would be as well. Well, uh, the one thing that uh, he and Jalen Ramsey and Telvin Smith, you know, those were three guys that I had the opportunity to coach while I was at Florida State. And those three guys, what they have in common is when they go to practice every single day, their mindset is to dominate their opponent every day in practice. And it's not a vicious thing, but it's, I'm coming out here today and I'm going to dominate. And that all three of those guys had that same trait. And it didn't matter whether it was a Monday practice, Tuesday practice, or it was a walkthrough on, you know, on Friday. They were very intense about what they did on a daily basis. That's exactly what you're looking for uh, from a defensive leader, no question. Coach, one of the things with when Jalen, when he was coming out, there was a little bit of a debate. Some folks thought he was a safety, others thought he was a corner. With Derwin, because he's so dang athletic and you were able to use him in a variety of roles, if if, if you were pinned down, you, I know you're going to get calls from teams and, and that's what they do. If they were going to pin you down and say, hey, where do you think would be the absolute best place for him to play on the defense, where would you, what'd your answer be? You know, my first my first thing would be safety because I think he's so multiple. Um, I think you can, you know, he can play in the deep part of the field. But, uh, you know, I wanted him close to that ball as much as I could get. Uh, the closer he was to that ball, he had more, you know, to me, he could affect the game. He was a great blitzer. Uh, you know, he's just, he just has a knack for being able to get to the quarterback. But I think, I think safety is his position. 
Um, you know, it's interesting. I think he's he's one of the few guys that you get to coach in your career that you feel like he could be an All-American at a few different positions. Uh, I've told people that before. Uh, he might be the only guy that I've ever coached that I feel like could start at all 11 positions on defense. And they all <laughs> coach up front. And I was like, well, you, you know, he might not sit in there and, and play three technique, but I'll promise you this, you could move him and move around. He'd figure out a way to win. He'd figure out a way to compete. Um, he's just one of those guys that uh, I think can, can be successful in a lot of positions. You uh, mentioned that about Jalen. Yeah, there were a lot of people. There were some people, you know, that um, on our staff at that time that wasn't sure that he was a corner. And I'm like, this guy can play anything he wants to play. <laughs> and I'm a firm believer that when you are multiple, and I, I think Derwin understands this, Jalen understood it, is that when you're multiple in the things you can do, you bring more value to your team. You know, and, and that's what helps teams win is when you got guys that can do more than one thing. You know, Coach, one of the things that we like to look for from prospects, how do they handle critical moments? When the game is on the line, what kind of player, what kind of leader is Derwin James? You know, if you, if you had Derwin on, if Derwin was on offense, he would say, Coach, get me the ball. And, you know, we always had a saying in critical moments, uh, we think, players first, play second. And Derwin would always, you know, he would always remember that. And he would say, all right, Coach, who are they going to go to? Um, so he's one of those guys. Or, you know, Coach, uh, in the Ole Miss game uh, two years ago, first game of the year, is at the end of the game, and uh, Chad Kelly was, you know, they had the ball, had a chance to drive, and Derwin was like, Coach, I'll get there. I'll get there. You know, so that gave me the confidence, hey, let's, you know, work this pressure right here. And sure enough, uh, he didn't always sack him, but he was definitely affecting the guy. How is he as a communicator on the field, Coach? Uh, very good. He is uh, – a very smart young man, very intelligent. Um, comes from a great family. Mom and dad are great people, and they were very supportive, not only of Derwin – but they were supportive of the coaching. Um, you know, we, so Derwin was taught to communicate at an, at an early age. So he, you know, and he's very personable when you're around him. I mean, he can walk in a room and five minutes after he's there, you feel like you know him. Um, and so his teammates responded to him, you know, as he, as a communicator. Coach, I can't thank you enough for, for taking some time for us today. Wish you uh, wish you the best of luck there at the University of Tennessee, and uh, let's catch up again soon. Thank you. I appreciate it. Before we get back to this 360 episode, time to talk about Casper, a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that-size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and 
Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you're spending one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. And here's the best part. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash sticks and using sticks at checkout. That's casper.com slash sticks. Offer code sticks for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions do apply. Great to visit with Coach Kelly, and what a good problem to have in terms of just trying to identify where you're going to use Derwin James because he can do everything. He can do everything. I think he has unique perspective. The best perspective that he provided was how he acted on the sideline when he couldn't participate that season when he was hurt, how he was really engaged, how he was like another coach on the sideline, coach on the field. Those are the things that you like to hear because at the end of the day, you want your safeties, you want your guys who are the traffic cops to be the smartest guys. You want them to be great communicators. Derwin James is all that outside of being a really, really good football player. No, outstanding football player. Great insight there from uh, from Coach Kelly, who's now at the University of Tennessee. Wish him the best of luck. Now, before the season started, Buck, we had a chance to talk with the head man, formerly at Florida State, now a very, very wealthy man at Texas A&M. That's Coach Jimbo Fisher. Here's his thoughts on his star pupil. Coach, you got a good one there in Derwin James. Uh, we've become big fans here watching his tape and getting to see him early on in his career there. How, how early in the recruiting process did you know you had something special with Derwin? I, I thought pretty early we really did have something because uh, you just his natural instincts to play. You know, he's such a hungry guy. He was very humble, and he never got caught up in the recruiting part. He just kept getting better and better, and you could just see it on film. With a guy like Derwin James, I mean, how much of a challenge is it for you because of his versatility, just finding out exactly how you wanted to deploy him on your football team when he got on campus? We want to just say we're picking one position, let him get that down, and then started, you know, working away. And what we didn't know at the time, which is amazing about him, was his intelligence level and ability to learn and process information. You know, Coach, and thinking about that safety position and how it's evolved to one of the more important positions on defense, his ability to come down and bliss off the edge, to play in the deep middle, to play tight ends, how rare is it to find someone that can do those things? It's extremely rare. I mean, because – the guys that are athletic enough aren't big enough, and the guys that are big enough aren't athletic enough. And then the ones that have everything, you're talking about an intelligence level that's, you know, one of the greatest I've ever been around. So when you put those packages together to do all those things, they're very hard to find. How much does he love practice, Coach? Oh, if there's a ball on the field, he loves to play. I don't care where it is, what it is, if he's in pads or whatever he's doing. He loves flat play. Coach, how about from a leadership standpoint, uh, where is he at in that development? Really high, and, and this is where a crazy thing comes in, into play. Last year being hurt, when he got to stand back and see things through a coach's eyes, I think it's enhanced him as a player ten times, as, you know, his tenfold for being a leader. You know, and it's really let him see how all the little things matter and how, you know, that coaches don't just pick, and, and, and he, he, re, he reiterates that to his players so much. You know, and, and looking at his game, because he's so dynamic, he's been terrific. Um, what is the one thing that you would say that he could work on to really take his game to the next level? You know, maybe just pure man-to-man cover skills, but because he does so much. But then when he locks in and does it, he does it. I, I thought that, but then going to camp, that's the thing I want him to do. But he's gotten so much better at that. He tackles well. He, and this, he plays the ball in the deep part of the field so well. He blisses. And, I mean, I just keep enhancing his knowledge of the game and Coach. understanding, I think, don't rely on your athleticism, rely on your mind to make yourself even that much quicker because I think it's what he's learning to do, and then you're having a guy who's going to be almost impossible to block. 
Coach, what's, what's the secret sauce down there at Florida State in terms of the number of guys you guys have been churning out lately? I know you a lot of teams go out there and recruit these these highly rated players, but in the yeah. development process and the way the mentality you've been able to instill in these guys, you know, what, what's one of those keys maybe we don't realize from the outside of, of why Florida State has been churning out so many great NFL players? Well, two things. We run a pro system on offense and defense. So the multiplicity of having to think and, and, and understanding the game of football, you have to understand it. And I think, too, and I know this sounds crazy, we are a very physical practicing team. We do good on good during the week, we get after it. And the competition level about the guy across the ball from you makes it so much more easier to develop because you, if you come out there and not ready to practice, somebody will embarrass you. Coach Fisher, by the way, Buck, congratulations to him on the new deal. Oh, big deal. Mega deal. Yeah, everything's bigger in Texas, no question. <laughs> uh, but, look, he knew he had something special in Derwin James. No no surprise to him. No, not a surprise at all. I think coaches really identify uh, their alpha leaders very, very quickly. Derwin James, uh, it drips off him in terms of that leadership ability. Uh, Coach Fisher had an opportunity to coach him for three years. He had to be excited about what he was able to do for him in the program. All right, this has been fun. Look, we've talked to his high school coach. We've got a chance to talk to his college defensive coordinator, his college head coach. Only one man left to talk to. Bucky, this is your chat with Derwin James. Pleased to be joined by Florida State safety Derwin James. Derwin, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I am good. I am really excited for you. How has this process been to this point? Uh, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing process just being able to, uh, you know, go through these last couple months, you know, um, just being able to live out my dream, my childhood dream, you know, just putting all the work, work in for it, you know, it just feels good. You know, Derwin, like having the opportunity to be around you from high school, watching you blossom from a five-star recruit over your three years at Florida State, I would like to ask you, what have you learned during your time at Florida State that will prepare you to be an outstanding pro? Uh, just, you know, just pre- preparation for, you know, uh, practice and just um, how we played in the game, um, at the tempo and the speed that we played at. And I just feel like overall as a man, you know, just how the coach was and how they disciplined us and stuff. So I just feel like uh, college prepared me a lot for the, the next level. Had a lot of Florida State coaches talk, like, highly about you, not only as a player but as a leader. Uh, what are some of the intangibles that you bring to a team? Uh, man, I can't. Uh, you talking about a leader? Yeah, as a leader. What, what, when they get Derwin James, what are they getting besides just a football player? Oh, you're getting a tremendous uh, alpha dog, you know, um, someone that's going always, you know, have that passion for the game and, you know, uh, that shows us the work every day, you know, and just really just trying to come out and give my be- best effort and just uh, push my teammates every day, you know, even when things not going right, you know, trying to get it fixed. So they're going to get a great player. You know, a lot of times when – NFL evaluators are watching tape. They're trying to figure out who a guy compares to. When you look at yourself on tape and you look at some of the players that are playing on Sunday, who is the player that you either pat in your game after or most reminds yourself of you on the field? Well, there's a lot of players. There's a couple guys in, um, in, the, in the league that I think um, remind me of myself. Uh, Chancellor, um, the way he hits, um, you know, just be able to play in the box and then Eric Berry, you know, being a versatile safety, you know, that can cover tight ends, cover on the slot. So I just feel like I just take some out of all those guys' game. And, you know, Earl Thomas also just the passion he played with for the um, for the game. So just those three guys. You know, you had an opportunity to play with Jalen Ramsey. In fact, I saw you and Jalen at your pro day having that, that conversation. What have you been able to learn from Jalen's um, – growth as an NFL player after he left Florida State? Uh, he just told me, you know, um, he told me um, that it's a, it's a business that you get into and um, 
that, you know, every day you're going to have to come up and work. And, uh, you know, it's not like college um, on the next level. You know, he was just really just telling me you got to really become a, a pro and just take that next step. You go from, you know, being at, being the top in college, now you're at the bottom just, you know, coming in and trying to make an early impact. So he just he just um, told me that it's a fun process, though. Now, Jalen has been one of your biggest cheerleaders. He talked about you should be the number one overall pick. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like you're the best player in this draft? Well, I know I'm the best player. I don't, I don't feel like I am. Um, I just feel like um, I'm the best player. Um, it shows on tape. You know, I didn't really get to show it. Uh, I was fortunate I didn't get to play all three years. So, But you know, I just feel like my best football is ahead of me, and um, I just know I'm, I'm the best uh, prospect in this draft. You know, when you think about someone your size, your ability, um, the way you're able to play a variety of positions, what do you feel like your best position as a pro would be? As a pro? Yeah. Uh I think I'll be a, I think I'll be a great safety, um, safety in the league. Uh, just being able to play free safety and uh, also being able to play strong safety, um, being able to be in the box and you know cover tight ends, cover receivers. So I, I feel like safety. You talked about this being kind of the uh, a dream come true. What is it going to be like for you to hear your name called on draft day? Oh man, I, man I'm thinking about it right now. I was thinking about it a day earlier. Uh, it's just it's just um just talking to Jalen and a lot of those guys that you know got their name called. And just they just told me that it's just an amazing experience and just something you can't really sum up into words. So you know, I I don't even know what kind of emotions I'm gonna have on that night. Um, I'm just enjoying the whole process. Well, obviously, having been around you a lot, I know you're a goal setter. So if you could tell me what you would like to accomplish by the end of your first year, what would you say those goals would be? Uh, the goals coming in into your, the league. Your goals, your goals for your rookie season. Uh, you know, just coming in, um, getting settled into a team. Um, just getting with somebody that's already professional, um, trying to learn how to become a pro. And then just coming in and being a starter, earn it, trying to earn a starting job. Um, I ain't coming to sit on the bench. You know, I'm coming to play and contribute early. And um, I know I know, I want to be an all-pro safety. And um, I just feel like I help my team in the best way. Well, cool, man. I'm really excited for you. Uh, we're excited to see you grow as a player and as a young man. Best of luck to you on your journey as a pro, Daryl. All right. Thank you, man. Buck, you can uh, you can definitely feel Derwin James. I think we say that all the time. Why don't you try and explain that when you can feel somebody? Well, we're not talking about physically touching them, but you can definitely feel them. Oh, you can feel when they walk in the room. They have a presence about them. The leaders kind of let it be known that they're the the, the leaders of the pack. The alpha Everyone dog. just kind of falls in line. When you watch Derwin James in any setting with other people, he is the – leader he is the one that everyone kind of falls in line when you watch him at the combine you saw he was the leader of the group he leads not only uh vocally verbally he also leads by the way he goes about his business and i think as you're beginning to build a team and you're thinking about changing the culture in your locker room those are the guys that get it done because you always want your best players to be your hardest workers derwin james is that and because of that he's gonna be a special player at the next level I agree with you completely. All right, let's uh, let's find a fit for him here. What team makes a lot of sense for Derwin? Team that makes a lot of sense uh, in my mind would be the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. The Dallas Cowboys have been looking for a difference maker between the hashes. They haven't had one since Darren Woodson left years and years ago. You could say Roy Williams, but Derwin James is the kind of guy that can come down in the box and he will rock and roll with the best of them. You think about where this team is and how this team typically falls apart when Sean Lee is out, you need to have a leader because I don't know who their leader is without Sean Lee. This guy comes in. I think he is the one that kind of helps the Cowboys right the ship and finally, finally do what they expect to do down in Dallas. I like that one. How about uh, Tampa? Tampa picking oh, in the like top that. ten at number seven. I think you can use Derwin in a variety of ways, but just give him an impact player there on the back end. The other one I wrote down, 
How about the San Francisco 49ers? Go. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, we've already seen in a brief amount of time, especially when that mic'd up series, yep. you got a chance. To, he's alpha dog. Yeah, for sure. So you got alpha dog there. Now we'll see what happens with Reuben Foster. We know how special a talent he is. Has some issues. Has some issues, yeah. You don't have any of those issues with Derwin James. You get you get an alpha dog in that secondary room to go along with Richard Sherman, who you just brought in. You've got an edge, a now, serious edge on this defense You're now. now recreating some of the stuff that they had up in the Pacific Northwest with Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor, and you saw the impact that it had in turning around that franchise. Maybe they get the young version of Cam Chancellor and Derwin James. Yeah, they got to come up with a new name, though. Can't yeah, be can't, can't be Legion of Boom. Can't, be, can't, can't do that anymore. Come up with something. I don't know what you got. I, don't know, I want to put that on me. Okay. I can't put that on me. We'll take some time. We'll think about that one. We'll uh, we'll get that right. In the meantime, uh, why don't you tell the folks uh, about this 360 series, Buck? This was Derwin James. A lot of fun digging into his background, giving our evaluation. But he, he's one of many of these 360 episodes we're doing. Yeah, one of many. We're looking to talk to all of the top guys in this draft. Guys, got some quarterbacks that are coming in, some other skill players that we're excited to feature. This is a tremendous opportunity for you to go behind the scenes and learn everything about the next generation of stars. Yeah, be on the lookout for the rest of this 360 series. I promise if you enjoyed this one, you will definitely enjoy the others. You can find that NFL.com slash podcast as well as on the Apple podcast section there. So plenty of Move the Six content coming your way. The NFL Draft 2018 version is not far away. And until then, we've got you covered right here on Move the Sticks. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to NFL.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.